Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles, and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Duncan Mackay and I'm joined this time by Joel Sked. Hello. And Craig Fowler. Hello. So we're getting to the business end of the season uh, and so that means that there's a lot of fixtures this weekend that had uh, that had huge ramifications for the rest of the season, which is why we're going to start at the game which had absolutely nothing riding <laughs> on it because it was so goddamn hilarious. Motherwell St. Johnston, uh, who would like to laugh first? <laughs> I'll go first. This was this is a rather strange game, and I, I said on Twitter when I kind of wrote my wee kind of blurb to do with my kind of list of trying to watch every game. I said if I if I did a thank you for not defending, which I occasionally do for the Patreon, then it would be an hour and a half long for this game because Motherwell were unbelievably poor at the back. They weren't even they were probably still the better side until it went two 0 uh, by which point afterwards, I think St. Johnson boiled by the fact that... They could lump anything yeah, into the box. Yeah, boiled by the fact they pretty much scored with their first two attacks. Kind of thought, every time we go forward, we look like scoring. So it was just... Every single one of the goals was far, far too easy. I'm trying to think of them now. I wish I'd done notes in the game, and now I've forgotten my notes. So I'm just kind of having to think from memory. The first goal... Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the first goal might have been my, my favourite. Because 
It's clear, it, it looks ridiculous. You get David Wotherspoon on the right of the box, and then you get Ricky Foster supporting outside, and there only seems to be one Motherwell player in the vicinity, and that's Cadden. And it means that Foster, like literally inside the penalty area, just has time to stop, with nobody really closing him down, and then just pick out a cross, which McLean, who is then unmarked, heads it in the back of the net. And you look at Motherwell, and they're just all over the place. And the reason for that, was that they had a they had two corners in fact up the other end one after the other, and it kind of stemmed from that corner. But St Johnson had knocked the ball about for about a minute before. Yeah, you, you don't necessarily think St Johnson as uh, you know the 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 transition side that can. That well, can they, did, they didn't transition as quickly. <laughs> they, they done quite well. It, it was a nice enough move. They, they knocked the ball about quite patiently and from side to side. That was exactly it, though. It literally took about a minute. Motherwell plenty of time to reset themselves, or at least get organised so that people are know who they're supposed to be covering in these unusual positions. But it was just a complete farce, and that just set the tone for the rest of the day. Tom Aldred probably had his worst performance in the Motherwell strip. I think it was his uh, mistake was, I think, goal number five, where he kind of comes steaming out. He recognises the danger, gets back, and then still doesn't bother marking Liam Craig anyway. Um, David, David McMillan. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's it. I I watched I watched I watched highlights uh, sports um, online earlier on, and it's like defending isn't that bad. Uh, I, <laughs> I went back a couple of hours later. Like, I must be misses over here. Watched it again, <laughs> and then when you kind of pay closer attention, like yeah, but it's really bad. It was only until the second time I was watching it that I realised Aldred was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Dunn was really bad, really bad as well. As well yeah. So was uh, the other uh, Murphy Maguire. Maguire, that's it. Barry Maguire. Yeah, he was. He was really poor. He was. I was just saying, he wasn't hold of half time. They changed the formation at half time. They went to a flat back four, but that didn't really help matters. You can go through all the goals. The they're all fairly preventable. I'm trying to remember. There's moments where they could be prevented, and yet they weren't. What was the second one again? The six. It was, it was that, Anderson's. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So that, that was. Um, that was Maguire for whatever reason kind of leaving his man and trying to contest the ball and then at that point he just starts ball watching and so Anderson can just follow up on the rebound. The third goal was pretty good as well. That was I think that was Maguire doesn't do too well at midfield but McHugh again it's when he spots the danger he's running with Willock yeah. but Willock's not even running full pelt and at no point does McGee, sorry, McHugh think, right, I should probably get goal side here to stop him putting the cross in. He doesn't bother that. It's an easy slip-through ball. And then again, it's an easy cross-field pass for McLean running at the back post. Again, not really picked up. It's, but that, that might... <laughs> I just won't go through all these because I've basically done them all now. The fourth one's hilarious as well. Because the fourth one, it's a free kick. And nobody... It's such schoolboy stuff. Nobody bothers to try and stop David Wotherspoon getting the ball in space. Like There's nobody there to mark him and, and stop the quick pass. Wotherspoon then has time, loads of time, to just pick it across. It's just a simple ball into the box. McLean flicks his leg out. Again, pretty much unmarked. And it's a goal. There was... Just... <laughs> <laughs> There's, there were smaller moments throughout that which amused me. Um... Where the second goal when Carson, I think he kind of made the save, yeah, and then Anderson fired in, um, Charles Dunn fell over him, which was quite funny. <laughs> the Steve McLean, his second goal, the one where well, like ran off McHugh, Aldred could also see the danger, and rather get into, and back back into a position where he can kind of cut out the cross, rather than kind of really force himself out and kind of maybe expose expose himself further. 
Um, instead, he just kind of just stands without following the, the, the without following the play. And the final was the McLean's goal when um, his, his hat trick goal, and Chris Cadden just turns around to the lines when he kind of sheepishly puts his hand up for offside. <laughs> any chance? Any was, chance? I think the the most telling part was that how easy it was for St Johnson was that by the time McLean had scored his hat trick, he wasn't going rag. He was actually just enjoying celebrating yeah. scoring a goal, which is a quite an unusual thing for because him. Because the first two goals, he um, he, he, did, he, he definitely did. stared uh, he, he stared down the Motherwell fans. Yeah, usually the noise up of home fans is unreserved for for uh, younger players, but mm-hmm. in Scotland we seem to have been reversing that this season with with him and Boyd just beating yeah. uh, beating home fans. But so, yeah, I suppose the the one thing we we should uh, maybe talk about is how much how much is this quite good for Motherwell to get the, the surely will not perform this badly in the cup final in a couple of weeks time. It's something they're getting out of the system, or yeah, is this yeah, worrying? Yes, and, yes for, and no, because there was players missing as well. But you, you don't want to fall into bad habits. Yeah, because bad habits are, are hard to shake, and you, you want to be any professional. Will tell you this: you want to be at your best all the time. I mean, it is fair enough sometimes to take to not go full pelt and 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 be at your full concentration yeah. every game because you'll, you'll wear yourself out mentally. But. I don't know. You don't want to be that bad. You don't want to no. be a team. You don't. Want, you want to be motherwell and have to flick the switch in the Scottish Cup final. Well, not, that's, I have that's... to say, not all of them were that because uh, the, the detail I enjoyed the most from the game was after uh, Big Ram Allen's goal was uh, Curtis Main chasing the ball out of the net to, to, uh, to run it back to the centre spot, which I thought. Oh was yeah, they actually, they actually <laughs> had a wee bit of pressure, and they were like even doing stuff like taking quick throw-ins and stuff. Yeah, they were like, "You really think you can get back at <laughs> this? This isn't Hibs circa two thousand and nine, whatever it was." The, as McFadden said on Sportsound, Motherwell. The thing about Motherwell is that one or two players have an off day. There's a lot of players that have an off day against um, against St. Johnson. One or two uh, players have an off day, and the system kind of crumbles. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's, it's a very much a collective effort, a collective effort for Motherwell to perform. Once when everyone's performing, they're a great team to watch, hard team to play against. But when they're not, especially if their defence plays. As um, haphazard as hazard as that, they can um, be got. At. They've conceded nine goals in two games against St John's because they got beat four one in the opening game, one of the first games of the season. In fairness, the dad team is eight men. <laughs> <laughs> Again, points of the collective effort. <laughs> the, um, I did I think it was Craig Cairns noted on the, the the WhatsApp chat. Stephen McLean was getting interviewed after, and uh, basically. The interview, so I'm surprised uh, Tommy Wright took you off uh, when you're going for the, your fourth goal. And he was off, uh, you probably got a, sh- a call from the uh, the chairman to get me off so he don't have to pay a bonus. And he kind of just laughs, like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm even deadly serious here. <laughs> yeah. bastard. I, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I think if Tommy Wright had gotten that call for the chairman just to be stubborn, he would have kept him on for the yeah. full 90. And it was, because that was the thing as well, because they took off McLean, they also took off Willick as well, I think. They made like two or three changes and brought like younger players on and brought Scoogle on as well, who's been injured for mm. quite some time. And you, can't, you looked at the St Johnson team that was left and it was like, they score another goal here! <laughs> what, what, I do want to ask, you know, I know it's only his second appearance, but what did, did you see much of McMillan that... No. 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 That's, okay. kind of, that's towards the end of the game, yeah. I was like... Switching off, yeah. Uh, it did kind of read um, that both Willick and Williams played well. Yeah, they played uh, well. I thought Wellerspoon uh, 
Boswin's kind of playing on a deeper role a bit recently. He, he's looked all right as well. Lots of Johnson players did play pretty well. I thought main Motherwell in the second half, as bad as they were defending, they, they didn't really create much mm. either. Uh, main was a handful in the first half. The first half just seemed like typical end of season fair with main kind of the standout is you know he always plays. You know, full pelt and running about and budging and folk, and so he was kind of standing out. And then once St. Johnson just got a hold of the game, he kind of faded away. But Nadir Chifchi is just a just a role shell of a man, just a role player now. <laughs> he wasn't too bad, but it's just it's just like oh, you've just lost it. I mean, that's a shame. Moving on to the Friday night, <laughs> trying to give a link. I know, I was trying to think. Out, I was like, what else has caused shame? What else, uh, no, is, what else is a shell of a man? <laughs> um, Anyone? No, no, I'll not do that. Third night's uh, live kickoff, a uh, live game. Sorry, was Partick Thistle one, Ross County one. Uh, it features some of the worst deliveries I think we've uh, we've seen in, this season. Would that be a fair comment? It's, this was a Friday night game. It's happened so long ago. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. I thought it was an. I thought it was an, an interesting enough game. There's a lot just of... because there was a lot of uh, switching about tactically. Yes, I've not seen the game myself, but I did uh, did hear that. I think there was what three formation change or five formation changes in total. Three for three for county. And two yeah, for yeah, yeah, county county side. Yeah, side with a back three, but it was effectively a back five. Shalk and Mackay were just so isolated, isolated and and attack, and then they switched to uh, I think it was just basically four four two. No, no, sorry, they went, they went diamond. They went, went diamond and um, matched. I think. Aye, Thistle, Thistle played the diamonds. Thistle played the diamond. I think went to uh, basically tried to match them up, and uh, they were they were a lot better for it. Um, I, I, honestly, this game's kind of blown. Don't blank him, eh? It's not very good because I've not seen it. I can just talk uh, generally about Thistle. Then. No, no. I mean, I'm still fine. I was going to say Thistle's goal was 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 good. It was a, probably the only good delivery. Uh, a good finish from Erskine, uh, and that, that and uh, then bizarrely Archibald said in his post match was that I think the problem was that we scored. You don't want that when you're down the bottom struggling. You don't. You don't want that any football game. <laughs> I mean, this might explain why Partick are where Partick are, but uh, well, that's that's the kind of thing I was going to say. There's just there's something wrong with this all this year because you just keep expecting them to get out of this, and mm-hmm. they just. Continue to look very uninspired. Yeah, and it's so many players are playing below their kind of normal station. I mean, they're part. Of, <laughs> I'm going to throw some shade there. I mean, they're part of Crystal players. They're hardly world beaters to begin with. But loads of guys in that team we've seen play better than this top flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it spoke a lot. I think Osman he wasn't even playing, was he? On the bench. No, he's he's like, been pretty poor since coming back for injury. Elliot's been poor since coming back for injury. But he's had well, he's had a couple of no bad games, but overall it's not he's been consistent enough. Yeah. Part, yeah. Um, even guys like obviously Dolan's kind of been uh, I think he's been struggling a little on the injury this year but Connor he's Sam has been their best outfield player yeah Miles Story has been I mean considering, he considering he the amount he's played and what he's actually given and the Cause... fact that I think he's quite disruptive in that team not like in terms of personality like, or but just the way, the he, way he plays can only, can yeah only the way he it. plays the game he, he's a very kind of singular player I don't think he fits in well to what that team's supposed to do and there's been no real output from him. That's the issue. Is that he's not? It's not as if he's contributed goals or assists or anything. Like he just, he just seems to get in the way. Yeah. More than anything. And then these guys like that... Niall Keown, Callum Booth, um, even Erskine, uh, a lot of guys who just haven't been playing at their best. And 
you wonder, like, so many times you have players who have their best form and then they're, they're never that good again. That's their peak and that's yeah. them. And you kind of wonder whether it's Archibald or whether a lot of the players in this Thistle team have hit that peak. And that's yeah, yeah. yeah. and you'd be worried that no one's done it this season. There's not been one person no. to push beyond and you, you know, Salmon's still not anywhere near... So I, 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 even then, even then, then, he was—he's not as good as he was at Kelly. Yeah, so. yeah. There's, there's a, there's a championship, championship look about Thistles. Like, a lot of these players, well, quite a few did play in the championship. Um, and then when you add, when you add people like Martin Woods, Woods is actually probably one of the better players. But he's, he's still, he's, he's exactly. So you're, you're adding him. He's been one of the better players, but he's, he's never going to be a top six. No, a, a top six uh, player. Um, as for County. It's just the. I mean, that the the goal they conceded just about summed them up. It was just dash stupid mistakes, and Harry Suter coming to win the header leaves all that space in behind. Going and then uh, trying to get back into the game. There's two teams that you think players are all right, players are right, but there's no you don't you don't expect chances to be created from either team. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So when I think once it went to one all, you were like, "This is going to like." It, I suppose the penalties, if the penalty shot, there was an awful lot of them in that game. But that was the amount of penalty shots there were was probably indicative of how yeah. poor the chance uh, the and chance creation was. And how, poor the, how poor the penalty shots were as well. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And Ross County's main attacking outlet was Jason Naismith. Yeah, as um, it has been through most of the yeah. season. He was just he just got the ball and, and tried to ball, do things. Yeah, yeah ball yes. forward. Gardine, he was, he was played as a number 10, um, didn't offer anything. Keeler Dunn came on. I know Graham had him, he's top 12 wingers. That's a stretch. I'd quite like Keeler Dunn. I think he's, he's good, but he's... I've, I've yet to put together my top 12. I would have initially said he would be in it, but I've yet to put the list out in front of me and see, so maybe not. He's not done anything in, in, in about eight months. Oh, come on, what about that performance against Dundee? That was only three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> was that the four? Yeah. Okay, skilled of that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. too much football. <laughs> you really look like you're beaten down by life right now. <laughs> I'm so shattered. I've done nothing. I don't. Yeah, we can talk about uh, County's equaliser. It was a good finish from. from yeah, the guy, it was but, really good. But, I mean, it was an absolute from, shamble from the relegator. Yeah, from the relegator, but an absolute shambles. Uh, defensively from, from Thistle like, off, like four of them claimed for offside on a boy that's clearly not to be a, fair I, on first uh, on watching it live I did think it was I was waiting for the offside flag to go, go up but it was, it was obviously clearly clearly on um, there's been signs in the last few weeks or, uh, with Billy McKay getting back to the Inverness Billy McKay uh, his first bill yeah, not quite, but 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 there's yeah, there's, there's been a little, yeah, yeah. little uh, I mean, the, the way he took that goal, when that kind of bounced up, and I think I, I was kind of ha- I was expecting him to uh, finish. If that was four or five months ago or last yeah, season, yeah. I'd be ex- uh, either over the bar or he just hits it off. Um, it's on <laughs> that as well. But the he was um, he, he was kind of moved deeper. Um, he was more involved in shout just because he's he still uses his body very well. He still uh, challenges for he- headers. He still links play uh, well. It's just it's just looking Ross kind of all those teams down the bottom. Oh, they're just fucking shit. <laughs> 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 no, they, they just there's 
both like um, Hamilton Thistle the bottom Ross four County, really thoroughly deserve to be the bottom four yeah they do there's there's aspects of their play um, which I which you find like yeah on the good day though, on the good yeah. days uh, they, when, when they have their best eleven I think that's that's decent enough but there's just um, there's just something missing and I think that something misses is quality yeah, I was <laughs> going to say the talent yeah. um, just well because uh, we probably won't talk about him on the Dundee chat because he wasn't playing but I was looking at the scout they've now uh, um, added expected goals yeah I've noticed who's <laughs> fifth for expected goals of 10.79 in the league Musa Musa he scored two <laughs> Or, is it, or has he scored more? Has he no, scored he's two scored, from open play? It's two, three from open play. Three from open play? Uh, I think he's actually got... He's in, he must have about six or seven goals now because he's scored a few penalties. Uh, potentially. I, I see. Yeah, he has I scored, he's scored a few penalties. He's definitely scored three yeah, goals from open play. He scored twice against St. Johnson once against Hull. Yeah, of course, of course. I've not seen that uh, the highlights of St. Johnson game. But yeah, uh, just seeing him fifth place, it uh, cracked me up big time. And then, but then I realised... Um, when you, when he's, you, he's probably going to be signed by Craig Levine next season. <laughs> when you think of the some of the chances he's missed, as in in the six yard box with a goal right in front of him, yeah, uh, yeah that's that that's one. So I suppose we should move on to, to Dems Park now that, uh, that we've introduced an, an aspect of their comedy to the show. They beat Hamilton one 0 I was there. So, how was it? It wasn't too bad actually. Dundee. Not it was very foully. Oh yeah, that was funny um, because Hamilton were quite cynical in their fouls. Dundee had a couple as well, but Hamilton especially so, and that really—I mean, the Dundee fans like to boo anyway, and they—oh, there was some amount of seas that was good. I was quite enjoying it. So there was that. There was also the fact that Dundee in the first half knocked about pretty well, and the second half Aki's came back strong. They would have deserved their point, but uh, do get Emery. Yeah, he fucked it. Um, just. I think you saw it in the replay, he just hits away shin, doesn't he? No, yeah, not his shin, he's a heel. heel. Hits away shin, <laughs> that would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was another game as well, where there was quite a few formation changes. Dundee started in a... Tries to leave some space while I remember stuff. And did Dundee start? Dundee started with a 4-3-3. What? 4-3-3. 4 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, aye. Four, maybe four one four one would call it or something along those lines. Yeah, with Whiten on the left and O'Hara on the right. So it's just like being at a conversation between Tony Barker and John Wilson. Oh yeah, Deacon on the right. Uh, it was yeah. O'Hara, McGowan, and Kamara a little yeah, bit, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. deeper, and it was um, Murray up front. They played the same system away to Muddle the previous week, um, but they kind of got a blow early in that one where Musa went off and. AJ Leach Smith came on and he's just you know he's not as good as holding the ball up as Musa I mean Musa's not great is he let's, let's no. be honest but he's he can be a nuisance and he's, and he's better days and when he's playing well he does he causes defenders a problem and he can make the ball stick and attack and it's without that against Motherwell it was going to be an uphill battle for them and this one obviously you're playing at home it makes it a little bit better it also helps as well that Craig Whiten was, was good he was really good yeah, he yeah. was really good good at carrying the ball yeah he's he's he was Kind of, he's quite deceptively deceptive, if yeah, I can put it that way. Because yeah. you don't look at him and think he's somebody who's going to dribble around, but he, mm-hmm. he gave the Aki's defenders quite a ton of time on that flank. So Aki's had started in a, they'd 
played. I uh, really wish I had my notes. <laughs> <laughs> They'd played a, a three-five-two. I think yeah. I'm right in saying. They changed that at half-time to a four-two-three-one, and that kind of got them their foothold back in the game. But then McCann eventually answered with about fifteen or twenty to go. He changed the formation himself, going to a three. So then Hamilton reverted back to their three. Kind of actually went kind of three four three, three yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end, and I'm not. Oh, they almost they, they almost worked for them. Yeah, I it's mean, like, quick quick throwing for yeah. They, they, kept, really they well. kept doing that. Like they kept the any time the ball was out near the hat and the Hamilton bench, the ball was thrown. And that's, 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 that's what they do. They just they, they constantly keep you guessing. Even if again we're talking earlier on talking about the lack of quality. One thing Hamilton do is they keep you guessing. They keep you on your toes. Uh, similar to, to to Motherwell less talented game and they just, just make it very difficult for you do you think uh, with Holt's goal how many times if he did that a hundred times how many times is it going in because he, he caught it very very it was that a deceptive one? yeah it was a very uh, it had a surprise amount of uh, power behind it it was almost like one of those you know the free kick takers in Cebuto you have to take bring on like that, just the trap there no you don't it doesn't matter but can't remember the free kick takers. No, no, no. Maybe it's because it was my dad's collection. Free kick takers, so, they don't just pick another player and put them beside No, no, like, it was a, like there was a set piece thing. It was bigger than your average Sabuto player, and you flick, flicked the leg of it. And it that sounds like cheating. Well, was this definitely Sabuto? Was this not another says, game? No, no, it was definitely Sabuto, but. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous challenge by Daniel Jeffries, who was yeah, bailed out by his goalkeeper. Ah! Absolutely mental. It was one. Of, it looked like more like a rugby cha- challenge. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, you're contesting a ball in the air as opposed to a uh, striker going on. Yeah, it struck me as if um, the Hamilton players going for the that was um, Ogbo mm. yes. brought down. That uh, was like NFL wise. Was going for uh, was going for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. and, just a white receiver. Yeah, yeah just had that. Uh, just been yeah, wiped so, out. Yeah. And then he was called for pass interference. So, yeah, but if that is something I'm not. That, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure to carry this on further. If, uh, to Duke, get the Duke Emery fumbled at the goal line. Yeah. He, he definitely. He did. fumbled into the back of the end zone. Touchback. It was. Uh, it was marvelous. The, the reaction afterwards with uh, the whole Dens Park singing. Uh, uh, singing. They, they were. They were interchanging between um, praising Neil McCann because uh, he's he's blue, he's white, he's fucking dynamite, mm-hmm. and uh, just singing one Duke Emery. I think it was one Duke Emery. Well, that's when Duke Emery, you're a. Uh, no, I was like, I, f- I thought they were singing one Doogie Emery. Oh, right. At one point. I'm Gary, sure I heard Doogie Emery, you're yeah. a banker as well. Uh-huh. But not banker. Gary said banker. that, uh, <laughs> that, that Parrish had been involved in trying to psych Emery out, which unfortunately wasn't included in the highlights. Yeah, I, I didn't see that as well, but Gary said that. The, I, he was definitely at this. He was, uh, Parrish was, when the camera shot to the the box, Parrish was standing at the, the, the penalty spot. Right. But that was that, that was it. I think he said they basically told him you better score this or something. But he did. He sorted them out. But that should be Dundee safe. Does Dundee safe? Be, yeah. Be. I was uh, just while oh. there are six points clear. Yeah. So like it, the, the disaster does have to happen. And let's be honest, that's it's Dundee Football Club, so disaster could happen. Disasters. <laughs> disasters <laughs> not just around the corner. You're just waiting at the door. <laughs> <laughs> disaster it's just, just disaster. constantly just chipping away at the door disaster is but hiding in the wheelie bins outside the house so overall what do we think of the job McCann's done seeing as he's pretty much kept them up it's, it's, I think it's a difficult one I mean um, 
That cat's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, he has like he's not as he's not got as good a team as Hartley overall. Would you say just because of the, the oh, fact yeah, that Bain, Hemming, like Bain yeah, and yeah, for the good Hemmings and, and, yeah. and Stewart? Um, I didn't think Hartley did a particularly particularly good job. No, McCann's kept them in the, the Premier with, with their money with their money issues. Yeah, um, as they are always are at Dundee. Yeah. Um, they've maintaining their safety has as it was paramount. He's done that. He has tried to bring a new um, kind of style of football. A bit of different mentality, a little, but like it's. But you, know, I think they're they're not walkovers, are they? Not like nice Dundee anymore. Like McCann's trying to they, uh, put a bit they, of they can mix it. Yeah, a bit of steel, yeah. bit of backbone into them, which they didn't necessarily have under Hartley. You, know, um, but I think it's a, it's a difficult one. I, I like McCann as a, as a personality and what he's brought to the game this season. Um, the, the, the beef with uh, Tommy Wright uh, should have had him as a candidate for uh, man of the year. <laughs> the, the the thing is, is that the something that a couple of teams in the league are lacking is he's started to bring an identity to Dundee. Yeah. What they need now is stability. To build, and need to build yeah, they, so the, the, he's done. Uh, sorry, Gary gave us a stat today. They've used thirty-four players this season. Twenty-one of them have made their debut with the that's club. Mental. Which that's that's not good in terms no. of uh, for, for for any club. But that's obviously Neil McCann completely reshape, reshaping the team. It's almost like uh, Paul Hartley might buy a lot of players and not have a clue what to do with them, and that was McCann was having to go through them and seem yeah. like it's be like. Do these boys deserve a chance? But or not? McCann's also he's, he's also he's brought, in, brought in a lot of players. Um, the twenty-one are Parish, Ferry, Kevin's keeper, Waddle, Jeffries, Pickett, Henry, Colker, Kasunga, Meekins, uh, Bash, John, Deacon, Walters, Kama, Kamara, Lambert, Allen, Spence, Musa, AJ, Murray, Henry, Scott. There's about eight people there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And that's never a good thing considering the amount of games you watch. Yeah. So I think we'll leave the bottom six there. Yes. We'll, we'll go to the top six. We'll go to the game that took place in the, the basking sunshine yesterday at Elfton <laughs> Castle Park. Um, so where Celtic beat Hearts 3-1. Um, so just how how much more do you think you should have been cuffed by if you'd, uh, you played exactly like Brendan Rodgers wanted to do? <laughs> moaning, greeting face little bastard. What? Get the fuck out of here, you dick. What an absolute fanny. Like, like, can we just take a moment? Like, What an absolute prick. Oh, the grass is too long. Oh, you're still champions. It doesn't matter. Like, I fucking hate him, honestly. He's, he's learning the ways of the force. It's so, like... Paranoia, paranoia. <laughs> Everybody's coming to get me. <laughs> um, I can we just say the guard of honour was super. Was the best thing Hearts have done this season. Yeah, because like, I was. I, I was John McLaughlin though breaking ranks. I know. It's, it's, people well, said on uh, a. Yeah, he must it was, be getting a free contract. No, I think it was Twitter. It was like I see McLaughlin keeping his options open. <laughs> I was because uh, I, I, I was outside the ground when uh, you mentioned about the guard honour. So that I texted you say, uh, kind of incandescently. It's like, did we give him a guard honour? Um, kind of. <laughs> but then having seen it this morning, like, oh, wow, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad it was that guard honour ra- rather than no guard honour at all. <laughs> Just, like, so indifferent. Yeah, because it'd, be, it'd been like. Whipped up is a much bigger thing if you yeah. hadn't given them a guard of honour and stuff like that. The only Whereas, way that could be better is if everyone just, they had turned their back. back. <laughs> <laughs> or I think it's a sarcastic hand clap would have been better just yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I didn't really see Rogers. I didn't see Rogers' comments until uh, until today. Fucking talking uh, about and him. there must have been kind of three different articles of him bleating. Mm-hmm. Like there was uh, um, gamesmanship. There was the length of the uh, length of the grass. I think there was the the tackles as well. Yep. Um, it was just it was. Just a weird thing to do. I, obviously, it's a carry. I think it basically is a carry on from um, Levine, it's a, right a, an, yeah. an extension from Levine. Uh, no, just that. Right back to the start of the season and his mouthing off about heart sacking Cathro. Oh yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Mister, I don't talk about other clubs. Yeah, yeah. So you, would you say would you characterise uh, Brent Lodger as a compulsive liar? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you shouldn't ask me. You should ask that boy in the Clyde Tunnel. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Who definitely exists? <laughs> yeah, it was. It's just it's, it's, a, it's such a strange thing for Rogers to get the the way he presents himself to get involved in, yeah. especially after. Uh, I mean, if you were going to complain about something, you might want to really complain about Stephen Smith getting away with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, fine. I mean, that, that, that was a red card challenge. Yeah. I, I thought the other one was borderline as well. Yeah. The the one on Forrest, I I think I was a yellow. I, 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 I think it's. I, would, what, I, would mean, I think it's what Craig Anderson sometimes refers to as an orange card. Yeah. I think it's between a yellow and a red. It's speaking of orange cards, I think that would have went down well at Tank Country. Yes, so judging by some of the songs that were uh, being sung. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and also the the striker. Um, yes. It's kind of it reminds me slightly of Bowman's elbow and Cardoso earlier in the season, mm-hmm. in that you're not necessarily trying to hit your opponent, but. But by the very virtue of what your, your action Aye, you, is, you, you, you as a footballer in the park, you have to you you have to like watch out for the safety of others as well, and that's what I think Naismith didn't do. I think he very deliberately went over the top of the ball, not necessarily to get Forrest, but to plant his foot on the other side of the ball so he could yeah. then turn away from Forrest. But in doing that, Forrest is there. <laughs> he puts Forrest in danger, and it could have been a really bad challenge. Um, it's probably he didn't go in at full speed, so. It's kind of one of those ones where I'm not sure it's excessive force or not. I'd say it's just reckless and give him a yellow card, but definitely the brown one. He's just he's just done him, and he will be. The great thing is that he will probably get cited for it. However, the citation itself might not come until after the Edinburgh derby. Uh, and if, that, if, if that's the case, still just still appeal it. Anyway, if that's the case, Hearts appeal it, and then he goes back to Norwich and he doesn't even serve the ban. Right. That is, that is what you call a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was, I was just going to say something yeah, controversial. Okay. Uh, Hearts went one, one, went one up uh, through a great goal from Kyle Lafferty, but they should have been ahead even earlier when... Uh, no, 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 come on. Come on, Duncan, you know that uh, Brother Madden would, would never... Oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's... he's I mean, it was one. Of, I suppose it is one of those honest mistakes there that that all happens against against Celtic. So you know, finally one's gone in the favour. Yeah, just but, the one. Uh, yeah, um, I love Celtic the, fans will be uh, bashing that unsubscribe button right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a good I'm check. Amazed, I'm absolutely much. amazed that there's many Celtic fans listening to this. To be honest, like, a bit too critical and don't. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was a sh- that was a shocking decision from Bobby Madden because there's absolutely no foul. Uh, on being no, not, it's, it's, uh, it's, not at all the one thing I would say is that Callahan puts his arm he doesn't necessarily have to do it but he puts no. his arm kind of like it's, it's hard to describe this on audio he, he sticks it out and kind of motions motions to wrap it around Bane but he doesn't actually no. do that he just kind of sticks it back 
And from Madden's angle, I think it would be pretty easy to, to think that he has wrapped it around and he's basically held Bain in place. But Bain's a bad keeper for getting involved in, like, he, he does get distracted by the defender yeah, and yeah. the striker getting, and uh, I've seen him. It was, that, it was a I've seen that happen a few times. Hearts, Hearts, as many people have kind of covered already, Hearts played reasonably well in the first half. I still don't think it was anywhere near quite as. 25 to 30 minutes, of, uh, there was. Um, they made it difficult for they made it difficult for Celtic. The game Rogers was talking about it took them uh, Celtic a while to get used to the length of the grass. Utter nonsense. Um, I just think uh, it was your typical Hearts up and at them yeah, performance yeah. at home, which made, made 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 it stuffy. As soon as Celtic got a foothold in the yeah, game, and then the, the, the equaliser just kind of you can see the stuffing out of you as well. Without Milinkovic, there was just that little bit. There was no outball, was there? Yeah, there was. Then there was just that lacking that bit of extra quality in the sack that wasn't there. Naismith has basically been che- uh, turned into a centre midfielder. Yeah, he's, uh, he's 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 not a forward at no point. Well, at not at no point in his uh, Hearts career. He started off as a striker, but now he's. Um, Almost like a, a number eight, yeah, maybe a number six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, second second half was just was was like I think you mentioned it like Hearts playing away. Um, <laughs> it was end of season game Celtic, but basically just kept yeah. Hearts. See, that's arms the thing about. It. I mean, Celtic could give it this crap about the pitch, but to be honest, what was quite un- what was quite deflating about yesterday's results from a Hearts point of view. I mean, I know it is Celtic, and yes, <laughs> they do, even this season, where they've kind of had a few blips, they still beat most teams and do so fairly comfortably. So to kind of give them a game is a bit of a positive. But to me, Celtic looked like they could barely be arsed, and yeah. they still won comfortably. And that was the deflating thing. It was kind of... I think some of the... The Evening News report today said Hearts kind of fought to keep their, their home record intact. <laughs> I mean, did, did they? After the goal, they had better's not long after they'd better with that kind of front post flick on it was only a couple of minutes after Bayat equalised and somebody kind of should have been running in to, to tap that home but then after that I don't think Hearts created a chance the rest of the game Moore Callahan, Cowie Naismith Lafferty Adow there's no creativity no there's absolutely I think you're no listing players we should get rid of <laughs> uh, I'll take back Adow and you should probably take back Lafferty. He has scored eighteen goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just not very good. I know, but again, he has it's, it's just, goals. it was just so. It, that was just, you, I, was, I think that performance yesterday was Lafferty in a nutshell. Great finish. Actually, when you look at his his touch, isn't great. It kind of hits off his heel. Kind of Lafferty's touch wasn't great. <laughs> I finish was outstanding, <laughs> and then after that. He spent the whole time offside yeah. and didn't contribute to the, the kind of the, the attacking. Also, the equaliser was his fault. Um, Bayata might be slightly offside, but oh, it, it yeah, would yeah. be I mean, it would literally be about five hours yeah. offside if Lafferty had done what the rest of the team had was doing. Surely yeah. told them to do yeah. and not track the run and just play them all it's offside. Almost like he might be a bit of a idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that's not for me to say, yeah. but yeah, probably. Uh, I think we just have to Please mention. We just have to mention Celtic second goal that pass from. Project oh, oh that was beautiful! Just one of, I, probably, I'm not probably sh- the best passing season in terms of what it led to. I don't like. It was just nah. Uh, no. still, uh, the, I, I can't off the top of my head pick, pick out one, but there will be others with a bit more degree of difficulty because he still had time to do it, mm. and Dembele was completely unmarked. That's what, that's what that's what made me curious. Where was Michael Smith? 
He'd kind of he was waiting on the line for Sinclair's third goal. <laughs> he'd kind of been drawn inside. The whole kind of defence shifted over yeah, when, yeah. when Mitchell advanced. Mitchell shouldn't advanced, although at the same time Lewis Miller has to do better there. But should he do better because he's not that good? Should he just not be in the team? Not I put in the so. firing line? I think so. That would be the sensible thing to do. But then you and Henderson came on instead, and I'm like, oh god, I'll miss you, Lewis Miller. What's <laughs> like Smith? Smith. I really don't want to be bodying like fucking teenagers, but but it needs must. They're playing like most weeks, if not yeah. starting and coming on as subs. So what are you supposed to do? Just give them a pass. I'm angry, Duncan. I'm angry right now. With the state of my team. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I suppose it doesn't help that you are twenty points behind the Burnley football club. But, uh, <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty piss poor for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> were you were you in that video where there was uh, on the the bypass or motorway when Hibs fans were singing "Mind the Gap" with flares? No, and I was I've not seen that. Although <laughs> you're mask. <laughs> I was uh, I was coming. Pat, I was driving back yesterday, uh, and someone was getting dropped off, and they'd be off screen at the Hearts game, and they were wearing a "Mind the Gap" T-shirt, and I was like. This season? <laughs> You're going to choose to wear that this season? Yeah, the, the, the atmosphere in the first 15, 20 minutes yesterday was uh, what I would describe as poisonous. And I loved it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, well, I mean, if... Well, okay, yeah. No, just I think the, 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 the repeal of the football thing... thing the football offensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, has really opened people's imagination for a single. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to go with that. As a link. <laughs> right, move uh, on. Uh, well, let's go well, you can go. Let's go somewhere where there's imaginative <laughs> sing songs. Let's go, <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go somewhere where there's never any problem with this. What's this thing that's been done from the stands? Um, that is this Ibrox Stadium where uh, Rangers defeated Kamarnock one 0 and basically uh, forget Stevie G. It should be Jimmy Nickel full time. No. Yeah, that was one of my favourite points was Chick Young twice making the case that he really hoped that uh, a place was found for, for real Rangers men like Jimmy Nicol in the new setup. But they, uh. that, that was the whole thing about um, in recent weeks like oh, we need more Rangers men in the, the, the team and they put more Rangers, Rangers men in the Rangers team and they've been scurried twice by Celtic. Yeah. Rangers just about deserved yeah they deserved this one there, was, there wasn't really too much in it I think for the first 60 minutes it was pretty even. Both teams mm. kind of had their spells. Rangers weren't helped by the fact that they started with a 4-4-2, which didn't really work at all. Cummins and Morelos are just not, not compatible. No, not at all. And I think, but We've said this before, Cummins has got a real problem in the sense that he doesn't develop he needs, partnerships. Uh, Cummins needs someone who is unselfish, can yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, Morelos, I think... Um, Morelos is quite unselfish outside the penalty area and some of the yeah. donkey work he does and dropping quite mm. deep and linking with teammates but once he gets around the box well, he, 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 he just wants to try and score yeah. um, Cummins just has he lacks spatial awareness whenever he drops deep he's got great awareness in the box where the ball's going to be and stuff like that but whenever he there was at one point where he, he received the, the ball when he's back to goal um, like quite he was quite deep and I think he'd taken it from like a defender Instead of turning, but he had nobody around him, he just passed it right back. He was just terrified. He's, he's, and he's not particularly great back to goal either. Like he no, does, he, does he, he can't really hold the ball up. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's just not. 
He's not a specific partner. He has to be on a specific team, and I don't think Rangers. He's, 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 he's not, but he's also not good enough to. I don't think at this stage anyway. To have a team got, built around him. Yeah, and whether, that, and that's exactly that's exactly going to be his issue. So whether whether Nickel deserves credit for taking him off and recognizing that he got it wrong, or or, Jimmy uh, or, lucky. As he, or he might have got lucky because Cummins himself said afterwards that he was ill. So he might have just taken him off because of that. He then put on Ross McCrory, and Rangers were better as a result. McCrory played really well in front of the defence. They, uh, they just switched to a four-three-three with him and yeah, I, um, yeah, he was the old midfielder. That's having watched him, having having him played uh, against Rangers as a centre back recently. I think you can see in the short to medium term he's a midfielder. Yes, I would. Yeah, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. As a centre back, he's not good in the air. Not he's not good in the air, and he makes well, he makes basic errors. So he's a young boy, so you can maybe say the basic errors are cool. But how much better are you going to get in the air, Richard? He's yeah. one of the worst players in the league in the air. But he's but at the same time, he's useful in the air if you play him as a set, uh, play him as a centre mid. Yeah, because protecting. Yeah, yeah, you're probably bigger than all the players yeah. you're coming up against there. So, I as I was saying, so. Kind of even in the last half an hour, Kelly just kind of lost it a bit. They didn't. They stopped kind of having their own wee passages of play. Boyd went off. He looked a bit tired. Uh, I think it was Brophy go. Brophy went off as well. Erwin came on, and really they just started. To, they were either fouling every time they kind of looked like they would get the ball, or they would be put under pressure on defence and just kind of lump it and give it away again. So the goal was kind of coming. Uh, pretty good story to be fair. David Bates, he's the last Rangers boy. Uh, Pretty much hung it to dry by the previous manager who was a clueless idiot didn't care what he was doing and uh, gets his way back into the team and scores a goal in his final so he'll be pretty pleased about that. It was a pretty old school um, celebration as well. It was it was like two you know, teammates arm in arm like you know I thought it was quite. Mm-hmm. It was it was what it was a cross that was an absolute nightmare to defend as a as pro- goalkeeper as well. Like I probably shouldn't call him an idiot but I just felt like lashing out at him because I thought his treatment of Bates was pretty shocking to be honest. Saying like he tried to make it out as if Bates was like, because well he might have been, but I doubt he was offered like something. The the wage that would have correlated with the best centre back at Rangers, which is what he is right now. Yeah, I really doubt that was the case. And so if he f- feels that another club's going to develop him, not, not well, necessarily develop, but just, also just kind of respect re- his talents, yeah. then he's got, ev- talent, yeah, yeah. he's got every reason to leave. Yeah. And Murray just pretty much spat the dummy with that. And for to do that to a young boy as well, especially with it, I mean, the Rangers support can fucking turn on people quickly. And that's that's just pretty piss poor. I think they've been quite... For a fucking development coach as yeah. well. Uh, I think the, the team that comes out and kind of most on top of the David Bates scenario was def- still definitely Rafe Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> Swapped him for uh, Scott Roberts. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Ryan Hardy. And a loan of... Yeah. No, I think it was, was, was Jordan, Jordan Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. It wasn't any good either. Um, there's just, just you know, there was a great wee, uh, there was a great wee clip that I saw on, on, on Twitter and it was... Uh, I think there were sky cameras that at Murray Park or Okinawa, whatever it's called now, filming, uh, training... And switch. The camera turns to uh, to Murray, and he's just on the sidelines, and then he, he clocks the cameras on him, so he just kind of sh- shoots back and just starts pointing and shouting. I think there's too much else to add about this game. No, it didn't. I, I've only seen the highlights, and from the highlights, it didn't look the most um, inspiring of games. Kilmarnock looked. I we we, we talked about this. Um, Oh, there was a hilarious, sorry, there was a hilarious moment where um, 
Tashobli basically tackled Kurt Broadfoot and yeah, stopped so, him so, scoring. So you saw that in the highlights with yeah. uh, Broadfoot going absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, when we talked about it coming into this split, that we, you kind of thought that Kamara could ease off. Yeah. Uh, I, just well, I, didn't, just like, I didn't necessarily think they would ease off because it's Steve Clarkstone. I don't think they have eased off. I just think they are the fifth best team in the league. I think, yeah, and the they are going to lose games. I think until Sunday. <laughs> yeah, until Sunday. They'll definitely win a game. But that, I think oh, to be fair, that would be the most Hearts thing ever, especially if Hearts don't beat Hibs, to then go and win the last game of the season, finally win a game away from home when nobody gives a fuck and there'll literally be nobody there. It'd be quite funny. It would be. Uh, I'd actually be raging. I'd actually be annoyed <laughs> to win one a game. So we'll move as is tradition on the podcast. If it's a nil-nil, it goes last, and that was Aberdeen Hibs at Pataudry. Should have probably been one nil at least to Hibs when they had a penalty. Um, Mark Reynolds... Um, just losing himself, like no. What what happened was uh, I actually <laughs> losing his mind. He was actually playing. I uh, I didn't realise that the uh, Hibs had missed a penalty until uh, yesterday evening when I sat down and watched the game. Oh, do you know what I'd done? I was um, I'd wanted to put a bet and realised it was uh, the games had already kicked off. So I made my selections. It was uh, <laughs> it was a great great bet by the way. It was Motherwell. Um, <laughs> It was a draw between Coventry and Morecambe because I think a draw suited both teams. I don't know where that result finished up. I didn't bother checking. And the last one was Hibs. So for a fiver, you were getting back like 130 quid. So put it on. Don't have any deposit in my account. Make a deposit. Go back to put it on. Put to place bet. And the Hibs bet suspends. It's like, all right, what's happening here? And then it changes and it goes to 10 11. I was like, all right, Hibs must have scored. I'll need to put it on anyway. So the odds have gone back down to six, like 65 quid for a fiver. So it's like basically half the odds. So I stick the bet on, then check Twitter. Oh, it's only a penalty. And oh, they've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you able to put a bet on while they had a penalty? Yeah. Actually, I thought they would... I, I, I don't think they would do that either. Yeah, you know, I generally thought they would, you'd have to uh, take the penalty. But they probably... They would count it pretty much as a goal in the odds. Yeah. So it missed it like hips one yeah, yeah. but then they might miss it. So I suppose that it does... Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but, then, but they feel the ghost started pouring in at Fur Park anyway. And I was they, like, oh, yeah, that would have been. Does it matter what happened? There was an incident before when, uh, first of all, <laughs> Andy O'Connor was booked after 25 seconds <laughs> for just uh, hauling down uh, um, John McGinn. It was just a, it was a theme of it that would carry on through the match. Um, couple minutes in and. McGinn played a crossfield ball to Boyle, who was, uh, was pulled out uh, wide right. Re- Reynolds had kind of tucked, uh, tucked in, and then when he, as soon as he came out to meet Red Boyle, Boyle just roasted him mm. and uh, put a dangerous cross in. So moments later, uh, Aberdeen were kind of had the ball. Reynolds was very narrow again, and then like seconds later, where Reynolds was previously, there was nowhere to be seen, and he'd obviously, as soon as the, the, the ball turned over, he had uh, dashed out left to Boyle. I was like, oh, I better get close to him so I don't get um, caught, in, uh, caught in such a situation before. So then that opened up all that space for McLaren to run into, and that's how it ended. It transpired that Reynolds had clumsily, uh, clumsily took him down. Terrible penalty. Oh, Joe Lewis was two yards off his line. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. He started, you, he started you behind you, his line, you don't and see, he still managed yeah, to. You yards. don't see it from the, the angle. The, from the TV thing, but then the one from behind, behind the Roger Collins, yeah, yeah, like, ah, you, yeah, yeah, cheating his miles off. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't a great game for your mate, uh, 
McLaren. No, he also missed yeah. the. But he's, in the but he's in the provisional Australia squad. There you go. So it's you know former temporary classes permanent job. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, John McKinn kicking GMS up in the air. Yeah, uh, there was as a touchline. That was a, <laughs> that was a. Honestly, I really enjoyed it as a no no. Um, I was wasn't in the greatest mood to watch it. Yes, it was uh, absolutely shattered, but fourth was a fruit, and it was actually really enjoyable just because it was really competitive. There wasn't a lot of great football, but it was just it was folk were just kicking each other. It was great. Shinny and McGinn were going up against each other. GMS was uh, you could tell that he was he was he was in a confident mood. He was getting the ball and he was he was really direct. So you had him and Boyle uh, getting the ball and uh, running it. Running defenders. Yeah, lesser defenders. The um, McInnes, for the first half, every time the Alba camera, every time there was a foul on uh, a Hibs player, the camera just cut to McInnes, and McInnes had just had his head on his hands. (laughs) Unbelievable that he's, uh, uh, the Hibs constantly getting the fouls. John McGinn spent half of the uh, the game moaning, and the other half getting fouled or fouling. Um, it It was just really competitive without there being. Well, I don't think too much. I don't think either team was going to go gung ho for it. I think if it had been in there, if the, it would have been quite interesting had had the McLaren scores penalty yeah. because then Aberdeen would be forced to because that changes the if Hibsel were one 0 up after within ten minutes, yeah, that will filter down to what's on the box as well. But the, you, it could have been very interesting. Aberdeen would have had to come out and play, um, and uh, yeah, that might have made it more entertaining game. But instead, we got a kick fest. So that's, yeah. uh, uh, again, it was, it was, I think it was just—it wasn't one for the purest, but it was—it was—it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, um, it still like keeps things interesting going into yeah, the last definitely. two games of the season. So that's that's uh, kind of all that we can do. You see ask that for. Uh, GMS is it's apparently out of the the Rangers game, so That'll be interesting to see no, what no difference to Aberdeen um, falling apart. Be, yeah, it would be interesting <laughs> to see what. <laughs> Sorry, we just seen a flying cat. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what McInnes decides to do and what daft formation he comes up with as uh, Aberdeen shit it's time for <laughs> Aberdeen old firm tumble the Sam Cosgrove is, is Sam isn't it yes yeah. he um, he looks okay he looks he's okay he's good at winning fouls because yeah. that one that, uh, that led to the free kick where he absolutely went looking for it like uh, throwing yourself into a challenge and then hitting the deck was he is very young it's very I think there's potential well, that's, there. yeah I think and we kind of said that they, they would just like, he had the attributes available to them that for cheap basically yeah but they thought they could mould them in a way that they might not be I able think McKinnis said as well that he's he's what is he 20, 21 yeah. and McKinnis said he's also in football terms is even younger which I presume yeah. mean that he's not played that many games so I think, I think that they can I don't think they wanted to get him so soon but because he's, they were able, able to get him so soon that they brought him in yeah. to be able to mm-hmm. work with him the, but I did notice that uh, I'm sure I read it right Jaden Stockley scored 24 goals this season for Exeter yep that's uh, that's more goals than uh, the, the heart striker coming in Uchi so there you go oh, yeah. to be fair not so, as good as Jaden Stockley is that, is that uh, League 2 yes League, league 2 we have as I say that I went to a League 1 match a couple of weeks ago Charlton versus Scunthorpe and oh my word it was one of the worst games I've ever seen like so bad, so physical, but absolutely no technique whatsoever. Jake Mulraney will assist them for about 13 years. <laughs> Jake Mulraney and, and uh, Warren Shanklin just playing right behind them. After Thomas Aware makes a goal saving challenge at the other end. Well, I think that's it. We're about to go and record Textra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're doing some Fowler's Howlers. Mm-hmm. And we've got Fowler here as well, which makes the show, the format work even better. Yep. Uh, 
until Thursday show, which I'm not sure who is on, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, it's uh, me, Joel, and Sean. We're uh, doing the best moments from the second half of the season. Oh, brilliant. And I promise be. to be in better fettle. Better performance than today. Good. Sure, everyone's, everyone will look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, if you you can visit the website, which is uh, terracepodcast.net. We mm-hmm. are on Twitter at terracepodcast. You probably know that already. Mm-hmm. We have a, a intermittent Instagram account. I'm looking <laughs> yes. at Joel right now. Yeah. Uh, what, what the fuck's going on with that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I need to I'm, I need to make a plan for the the, the new season. Right. Yeah. Me too. Really commit to. Yeah. Uh, and then you can email us, and that is terracepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. I probably got that right. Uh, yes. So, Joel, say goodbye. Sorry and goodbye. Great <laughs> follow? You forgot about the Patreon. Oh, I said we're about to record that. Where, be... where did they find it? How much did it cost? $2 a month. <laughs> or <laughs> Calm down, text! <laughs> yes, it does feel good. Uh, yes, you, the Patreon, uh, just search Terrace Podcast Patreon. Uh, there's lots of good stuff going up there uh, and has been all season and you can listen to all that sort of stuff as well so yeah uh, if you if you happen to be playing playoff football this week enjoy your football but if not see you later on you could right. be premiership what sorry premiership this mid-week oh game. that as well yeah <laughs> still loads of football bye bye <laughs> if I said bye twice thinking somebody else's word. bye bye <laughs>